Greetings, Earthlings. I'm Jose Santana. And I'm Apollo Black. And this is Consumed by TV. The podcast that brings you Easter eggs, hidden gems, and breakdowns you might have missed at first glance. Today's episode, we're discussing Hulu's original Only Murders in the Building. That's right. Only Murderers in the Building. A show with Martin Short, Selena Gomez, and... Steve Martin. Steve Martin. No, I just want, I, I just want you to say words, too. So. Oh, with supporting cast, uh, I believe his name is Aaron Dominguez and Amy Ryan? Yes. Right? Yes, 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 yes. So, if you don't know, Only Murderers in the Building is a show based on a podcast about a murderer happening inside a building. Uh, the show takes place in New York. It takes place in um, the Arcanium. Arcanian? Arconian. Arconian. It takes place in the Arconian. Um, you have Martin Short, who used to be a Broadway producer. You have Steve Martin, who used to be a actor slash uh, act, a, uh, d- private detective on a show. And then yeah, Selena Gomez is... Um, Technically, she's like a, she wants to be a home decor, a designer, but she's just a, a girl fascinated with dark, dark, dark shit. Like that, like, for example, the first episode they talk about with her and she's like, oh, if, um, I don't go to sleep until I have a dream about murdering somebody with a knitting needle. Like, that's pretty fucking dark. She does say New York can be a lot, so. Yeah, but still, that's that's like the mentality of a writer. Writer, that's like writers who are so good at their writing because all they do is think of killing people. They are all true crime podcast fans. Yes, true crime podcast fans. That is how they bond. Mm-hmm. Well, they bond over it first because it, there's a fire drill that goes off, but we learn later on that the fire drill. Spoiler warnings. First of all, let's just start with that. Spoiler warnings if you haven't seen the show yet. If you haven't seen the show, spoiler warnings starting now. Because we're going to talk about little details of the show. Um, so if you don't want to hear anything because you haven't watched the show, tune out. Come back later on a later day. Finish the series. Come back. If you are here for spoilers because you don't give a damn and you just like the way we do breakdowns, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, what happens is they they become friends over a podcast because a fire drill goes off in the building. The fire drill is a cover-up for something that's happening in the building. And when they all leave, um, Martin, um, I mean, sorry, Steve Martin first notices that somebody's walking up the stairs instead of leaving the building. Um, and they go to a restaurant to go sit down and he's listening to the podcast. Then Martin Short walks in and joins him because he's listening to the same podcast. And then Martin Short sees Selena Gomez walking in. So he tells her to join because she likes and was listening to the same podcast upstairs in the house or in the apartment. Steve Martin plays Charles. Martin Short plays Oliver. Selena Gomez, Selena Gomez plays Mabel. Mm-hmm. Or they call him Brazo. Oh, yeah. Steve Martin's also called Brazo. So that's his character. That's his character name. And it's a CBS show that was years forever in the 90s. And the only thing that he ever tells a real story about is the story about his father. That was his one ad lib line in the show. Basically, they listen to a podcast at the dinner. They eventually They're... go back to their apartment building and they find out someone's been killed or someone murdered. Killed themselves. 
as it is set up seems like a suicide. Yeah, and by the way, how just 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 FYI, how does that look like a suicide? Like, if you watch the episode, the literally the cop comes in, they take a look around real quick, they see a suicide note, and they're like, oh yeah, this is a this is a suicide. Bro, look at the pattern of the blood on the wall. Look at how the body is angled and framed, and look where the gun is at. Right? Like, yeah, why all this time? Why would he just lay on the floor and just put himself there on the floor? But when, you know, no offense, this is a hard topic. Thank you, Dragon's Fury 93, for coming to join in. Appreciate her very much. Um, um, just put it this way, and this is a hard topic, yes, because it's a, it's, 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 it's the S word. Um, but like, when people do that, especially like in TV shows, they're usually like on a cliff, on a hill, on the couch, on a chair. Nobody just literally lays down on the floor and was like, yeah, this is, this is how it's going to end right here. Yeah, come on, man. And so the cop literally just, just says, oh, yeah, this is a suicide, and we're going to clear it off as that, so you can just go back to your normal day lives. So, like, she did do the stuff to where the phone, like, was supposed to be spent, and they were supposed to do a type of college gear going from above her stopped it. Okay, so I don't think somebody above her stopped it. I think, if you actually watch that episode, I think the family in charge, the one that gets caught first, I think they have pool because of how powerful he is. And they stopped it because if it was a toxicology report, it would show up on them, but it was, remember, it was for somebody else. Somebody else dropped yeah. poison. So how are they connected to her, period, or them, period? So I think it's because him that they didn't get pushed. Oh, oh. That makes sense with the past. Yep. All right. I see that. So because when I... I was wondering... When they when he was talking about it, he's like you're gonna make all this disappear. I was like, does he have is he that powerful of a person to be like, I can just go to the cops and be like, don't send that or there's gonna be problems. Do I think it's what? I don't Yes. There's a reason he's he is the way he is now. Yeah, but see, my thing is for him, he was just sitting there. Yeah, I know. But it also it also looks like he was up to something because he looks at her and be like, another day, huh? Yeah. What is your job? Aren't you her assistant? Shouldn't you have ran this up to, you know, evidence? I think he's a buffer. That's why his, her wife's going to end up like him. But oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He ended up like that because of the events of the past. And, he, like, they made him, like... Yeah. There, yeah. Someone to prison. Yep. And they're in it's purely innocent. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So he he's he's somebody that I I can say that I probably have suspicions of it as well. But of course, we find out who the person is. Yeah. And it's a whole different side story. Wow. It's a wild ride. It's a very good show. It got renewed for season two. I think one episode four or five dropped. Yep. It premiered August 31st. It got renewed for season two when it dropped its fourth or fifth episode. I'm kind. Of, I'm coming in kind of low, homie. Okay, hold on. I will raise my volume. Keep talking, Jose. Keep talking. The first three dropped on August 31st. It's a three-part premiere. It's a great show, guys. Check it out. Anywho, I want to see. Just talking about season two really quick. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Deep dive into Jerry just to see if that connects. And uh, more to the cop. I feel like she's gonna be a bigger role now. Oh, I feel like she's gonna be a super role because 
one, they helped solve the case because of the podcast, and she couldn't figure it out herself because higher ups were watching her. But I think she will either she's gonna quit the force or she's gonna do something in the force to help them like get out. She's gonna break them out of jail or something. She's gonna clear their she's gonna clear them of all the charges. Super spoiler. In the end, the three are set up. Well, no, no, technically. Technically, it's not all three of them. It's Mabel, and the other Mabel two come to help her, like, get her out of the building because there's a fire drill going on again, guys. And they all get caught. So it's perfect timing. All three of them get framed. But somebody warned them to get out the building. So whoever it was who yeah. framed Mabel is out to get Mabel. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. First episode, you get set up. They have their inner monologues of like, which you kind of get a sense of who they are. Yep. Charles is really living in the past, kind of basically. He's just Over, stuck in the past. Over is just in this fantasy world of everything is beautiful. New York is this, and like you know, like, he's not like in reality because if he was, he'd realize he needs to grow up a bit. Yes. And then Mabel, considering what happened in her past, is just dark, in a sense. But I do like to say that with Charles and Oliver, they are more overly comedic and, like, up there. And then Mabel's, like, just, like, she's supposed to be that character that's, um, has her foot into reality more and just, like, stoic, in a sense. Which makes it great. You wouldn't think those three would mesh well, but they... They work so well. Like it's 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 literally perfect unison the way they made the show. It's great. I don't know if they wrote all the episodes first before filming, but it's like the way it just flows so continuously and effortlessly. It was such a smooth show, though. So smooth, like the way, especially like episode one, two, and three. It's like bam, 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 and then you really get into it. And by episode seven. That was a, episode seven was a great episode. I I think my favorite episode for me is before the last before the last episode when they confront you know who, yeah. Um, because of Steve Martin, like that he did such a and not even just the clumsiness. I'm talking about the elevator scenes. I'm talking about the entire scene of him just being down on his back the entire time. Yeah. Perfect perfectly played out not to not they didn't prolong the scenes like it like other shows could have no no no. it was just perfectly timed well come on uh comedy yeah, like episode six that's the one where you get a little into the backstory of the detective yes and her like upbringing and stuff so I find but it, but this is why i also like the show and it's going off of what you said we don't only get the backstory of the cop we get the backstory of one of the super fans we get the backstory of a cop, and we get the backstory of another character, the, um, uh, Theo. Yeah. And then we get the backstory of, um, uh, oh, you, you, you get a backstory with Oscar. I was gonna say Oscar, because he tells you his backstory when he's talking to Brazos. Yeah, you also get a little bit of backstory with Jane. Yes. You get it. You basically you get a lot of backstory for. Well, put it this way: if you see a character on TV on the show and they show the character at least three times, after that third time, they're giving you that character's backstory. With the exception of the neighbors who live in the building, 
that, I feel like will come with throughout the show seasons if they get renewed after season two. But you basically they're pretty good at giving you the backstory, the details, and the breadcrumbs of how all how they all mix together. I like it. And so when you go into I think it's episode two or episode for me it was episode three. Um, they introduce this other character, and in episode three, that character for me was out of sight, out of mind. So I was like, this has to be the murderer. Like, it has to be. Because episode one, they introduce the whole story, they and then they introduce a suspect. Episode two, they introduce another suspect. They get one guy, but then tell him, it, they confirm that it's not him because of his, uh, his uh, weakness to blood. He has bloodophobia, basically. His bloodophobia. Um, he faints to the side of blood. And then episode three, they introduce this new character who just comes out of random left field. And I'm like, okay, so you you you're trying to throw us off track, and 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 third time's a charm. So I'm going with this person. Um, and I wrote it down in my book, and I waited. And then episode four, they're talking and discussing like different suspects, and that extra character is there. So I'm like. Oh, it's funny how this character just happens to be involved in this already, and they just met? Hmm. You're the murderer. Show's great. A lot of comedy. A lot of serious stuff. And then, if, you, if you're if you a person that wants to get attached to a show, because, like, I get attached to shows very well, it's a show you can get attached to. It's going to make you feel, It's going to make you have feelings. Especially every time Selena, Selena tells her story, it's just, you're going to have feelings. Don't get me wrong. So basically, light spoiler. She used to go to her aunt's every summer and winter break. Yep. Because she's from Long Island, so she would go to the, Ar- the Arconian. She would go to Brooklyn! What? I said she would go to Brooklyn! Yeah, so she would go and visit her aunt in New York, and she'd stay at the building. This is where she met her group of friends, and one of them, unfortunately, and she was... 18 at a New Year's party met her demise. Yep. And it's a whole thing. So that, like, kind of... That event changed her, shook her, whatever you want to call it. Changed her life for the worst and for the yeah. better. She became secluded. Yes, and it wasn't until meeting these two random oldies at the restaurant that lives in her building decided to become detectives and sleuth to see what really happened. Like she found her people again, which is cute. Mm. All right, so continuing with the story and the continuing with the show because we're gonna keep breaking it down. Uh, after the third episode, they introduce the character. The fourth episode, they start going over who could be a suspect. What's this? How does this tie to this? How does this tie to this? Um, we get another backstory to the main characters, which is the Diopolis family, um, and that's what he said. He's a Theo, so it's Theo Diopolis, and uh, he is the son of. I don't remember his name in real life, but he's got he's the he's the one that plays, huh? The actor, the actor, the actor, the father. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane, who is also, who is also, say it again. In the show, he plays Teddy Demas. There you go, not Diamas, Demas. Who, if you don't know, he's also Piper in Modern Family, or the main gentleman from Mousetrap, or. Weekend at Bernie's, I think he's in, and then the other movie—I can't remember the name of the movie—but he plays a um, a gay father, 
and but they're they're lying about it and they're trying to convince these people to buy the hotel or something really good show really good movies he's in a lot of great movies he's also pumbaa i mean timon so yeah timon in the show really great um there's the episode where huh I mean, yes, they have Sting in the show, but like, I'm more, I'm more of actors. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, episode four is about Sting, the entire time. They, they, they think Sting killed the guy, um, and they think Sting poisoned uh, Martin Short's dog, and they try to get Sting to co- like confess to the murderer, and they bring him a turkey, and he confesses. Yeah. He confesses to something, but he's not confessing to the murderer. And then everybody's like, yeah, and then he committed suicide and all this. And they're like, no, he was murdered. And so then, then they, Sting is like, oh, well, it wasn't me. It literally wasn't me. I wasn't even here in those days. And her his accountant comes up and he's like, yeah, he wasn't even here. It was, it was really good. Are eventually breaking into almost everyone they suspect's apartment. No, they do break into everybody's apartment. Yeah, So the first one to break into somebody's building is Brazo, and then he teaches Selena Gomez. So then all the other episodes is Selena breaking into everybody's apartment. Everyone's apartment. So then episode five, again. Uh, Selena goes and she starts breaking into buildings, breaking into apartments. She finds that there's extra jewelry. And what's the what's the character's name? It was John, right? Kim Kono. Sorry, Kim Kono's. Yeah. So she Kim Kono's is the one that were who was murdered. We don't know the story yet, but again, spoiler warning: Selena Gomez grew up with Kim. Okay, they were best friends. When she meets um brazos and oliver she tells them i don't know him i don't know them i don't know them the fifth episode like i was explaining she when she starts breaking to episode she finds that there's jewelry in this guy's building kim's building and she's trying to put the pieces together because they found a ring and they're trying to figure out who the ring belongs to later that same episode before the episode ends oliver's son calls him and tells me and tells him you didn't tell me you were doing the podcast with mabel and he's like Drops off the no, he calls him first. He calls first. He's in the building. He's in his thingy because he drops off Winnie. He's a yes, yes, that's right. He drops off Winnie. That's right. Uh huh. And he's like, "How do you know? Like, do you know her?" And he goes, "No, but uh, he goes, yes. She used to grow. She used to come here during the summer and in the winter. She used to uh, play with us. How do you not remember this, Dad?" And he's like, I, "How do you? How do you not remember that?" And you guys, you guys been in the building for almost 30 years. And yeah. both of you probably saw her a thousand times. And none of you remember that she came, she used to come to this building. If she, and no lie, if they wanted to make her the murderer, she could have got away with it. Nobody recognized her. She got away with everything. She has like the best apartment. Continue. The event that happened 10 years ago was New Year's Eve party, the... The residents of the building were up on the roof. Uh, Mabel was there as well because it's the day before she's leaving to go back to Long Island. She's there with her friends, which are technically Tim Konos, Zoe, Oscar, and herself. Oscar and Zoe are dating. Anyway, Zoe ends up getting murdered. 
they're pushed or whatever. She gets there. pushed off. She gets pushed off the roof. Yeah, she gets pushed off the roof and dies. Everyone says, um, Tim saw who did it, but he didn't say who he saw, and Oscar gets blamed to go to jail. And then you find out the story of why Kim didn't say anything, and it's because Theo comes home after everything, and we find out that the reason they, the reason she got killed in the first place, or it was accident, is she stole the ring from the uh, Demas's family. A ring. We find out that the Demases have been not only parading themselves as the greatest Delhi kings in the world, but they're also grave robbers. So they own a place where you can cremate bodies or bury bodies and when they're doing the autopsies for you and the and the and recovering of the body for you they take all your jewelry and steal it and then they put it into vases and sell it on the black market so they have a whole black ring operation for grave robbery and jewelry and all this so we find out that uh chloe oh, shit. Yeah, they, own the funeral they own the funeral home yeah so we find out uh-huh and that's why they, they that's why they when they were looking for the ring that he it wasn't on his body they were like we don't know where the ring's at and it's because it was on chloe's body but when they show you chloe's death afterwards the ring is not on her body so then of course they cut to the flashback and theo's running inside the house he's deaf he can't talk he's trying to explain to his father what happened and uh teddy is basically saying like I need to know three things. Were you, were you, were, was it involved around you? Two, did anybody see you? And three, how bad is the situation? Because if it's not that bad, I can take care of it right now. So his father's already trying to throw everything under the door. So then Theo tells him by, by like gestures of like him throwing up and him sobbing and crying that one, somebody saw me. Two, it was really, really, really bad. Three, the reason was I was trying to get the ring back for us so we wouldn't get caught and we're probably going to get caught anyway. So his father confronts Kim and tells him that he didn't see anything and whatever he saw was a figment of his imagination because Chloe and her boyfriend were arguing at the party prior to Theo showing up and that the boyfriend pushed her off the building because he was seen leaving the building in an angered state so it was easy to frame him. Yeah, poor. Yeah, poor, poor Zoe, poor Oscar, but but even them. But yeah, even Kim, just poor because he was he he was literally trying to mind his own business and he witnessed it by accident and it was it was a complete accident too because he was just trying to be nice to her but she was a bitch. Yeah, so she, when <clears throat> she confronted him back about the ring, he was like, "Listen, I can get you a better one. Like you don't want this one in a sense. Like you don't." need to be with all these dickheads that treat you like shit and she's like this is how i am this is who i am telling him in sign language that she can't change for the better like even if she wanted to this is what she is and she starts he's confused on where the pity party train is yeah she pities him not the other way around yeah and then she basically it like starts hitting him no she does she pushes him and shoves him and starts hitting him he grabs the ring, she yanks her arm, and I swear, like, yeah, it looks like he pushed her, but at the same time, it looks like she just, it was an accident. She, she, it was an accident. She swung over the balcony and she just, swung over herself. yeah, she swung over herself. But that's the whole thing, like, he, he knows he wouldn't be able to get away with the period, Theo, because he's deaf and he, he was there, he's the witness, he, but he also has, 
Like, if you examine her body, if they really did examine her body, they would have found out that his handprints are on her, too. She was a complete bitch. A robbing, thieving bitch. But hey, the show goes on and continues. So then you get episode... I think episode prior to five, episode six. um, You get more story immediately. They confront Mabel about um, knowing Kim. And how she grew up with him. And how she grew up in the building. And they confront... um, They confront... I forgot who else they confront. Oh, they confront the Demises. They confront the Demises. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, yeah, and not confront, more like they figure it out and then get. Killed. But no, not not more than they figured it out. Like they they yes they figure it out to a sense, but they figured out the wrong side of the murder. Yeah. They figured out that the Demises were just doing this, but the Demises did murder somebody back in the day, because that's the first headlines they go that he's being charged with one murder, but the murder of Kim is not who he's being charged with, and that he's being charged with uh. Organized or a uh, black crime organization of grave robbery. So they confront the demons, and and of course, Mabel and Oscar, or yeah, Mabel and o- Oliver, Mabel and Oliver, um, decide to take it into their own hands. Okay, so this is episode six. Oh wait, I missed a couple things. Wow. Introduction of woman. Introduction of woman comes in. She is a significant other to Brazo. She joins the team, and her and brothers make a great team trying to figure out the crime. She puts her two cents in. Some of the things she says are wrong. Some of the things she says is right. Um, they go over a lot, and she's trying to tell them, like, if you guys are looking at this murder the, 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 the actual way, you actually don't know what's going on here. Because they think somebody did it out of anger and hate. And it's not out of anger and hate, but it was out of uh, anger and love. It was a love crime, a love-hate crime. The woman was in love with somebody else, or the murderer was in love with somebody else, and they got murdered for that reason. Um, but again, he was just trying to protect himself, and everything that was going on in his life, it didn't fit into it. So, um, after after Kern, after confronting this little situation and this other character being introduced, they formulate a plan that basically says, like, they know for a fact that the Demises are involved and that's they're they're the ones that murdered him so but you gotta backtrack remember they end up um they realize once they discover mabel wasn't telling the truth so they follow her yep but as they're following her someone's following mabel all we know was the person that's following mabel is tie that guy and like as tie that guy is following her into an alleyway she grabs her pit her sewing needle whatever it's called and she's like, I will gut you to the bone, motherfucker. Oh, and if you don't know who we're talking about, Ty Guy Ty Die Guy is the guy who it's walked Oscar. up the stairs. He's Oscar. He's the one that walked up the stairs in the first fire drill, and everybody don't notice him walking up, but nobody noticed him walking down. So it's yeah. suspicious that he's walking up and building in a fire drill when you're supposed to be leaving the building. Ty Guy. Ty Die Guy. That's Oscar who was just released for wrongfully being in prison. He was in jail for ten okay. years. He releases, he's following down her down the alley, like Jose says, and she goes and First of all, where did she get this this needle from? Like, was she just hiding it in her pocket? Was it in her coat pocket? Why was it in her coat pocket? She's just carrying around a fucking needle, a sewing needle. That's her weapon of choice, bro. I will stab you to the fucking bone. Like, excuse you? Yes, man, badass. And she realizes who it is. 
he asks where she's going. She says, here. He's like, I'm driving. She says, no. He says, yes, I've been waiting a long time to do this. As she's entering the car with him, you, Oliver and Charles, realizing Mabel knows Tie-Dye Guy. And that's when Oliver says she's been involved. And Charles like, no, you don't know that. So they follow her all the way. Like, they go to Long Island. Back to her, her hometown. They all go to Long Island. They follow her to Long Island. But then in the yeah, car, Oscar is like, this isn't Long Island. Like, don't you recognize those initials? It was in Jersey. And then so there's... She was trying to go to Jersey. He said, this isn't Long Island because that's where they got their tattoos. Yes. And that's what I was trying to make, the, like, the reference. He's like, don't you recognize this? Like, who, those initials, the, the person that gave us our first tattoo, like, this isn't Jersey. It's yeah, it's your cousin. <laughs> so they go to the... Say again? They follow... They got, they're, like, following her... They meet these two people that do their own podcast called Yard Dogs, who eventually, like, they know the same podcast lady and they're friends with, and they shout their podcast out on their pod. Yep. Which pulls them up a little bit more. Um, and then we get, yeah. And then we get into Charles and Oliver confronting Mabel, because Charles is confused, and he's like, are you, like, Jesus, just ask me, am I the, is that what you think? They confront her in a tattoo parlor. Yeah. Hold on. So as we were saying, um, they follow her to the tattoo parlor. They confront her inside the tattoo parlor. And they ask, and she's like, just say what you're going to say already. Just ask me. Just stop beating around the bush. And they're like, how do you know Ty, uh, Ty Guy Hood Guy, uh, Ty Guy Shirt Guy? Like, how do you know him? How is he involved? And are you the murderer? Like, were you involved in the murder? And she's like, no. I knew. Yes, I didn't want to tell you anything because I didn't want to be too suspicious. I grew up with them. We used to have a, um, a mystery team together. It was our group. We used to go around solving fake mysteries inside the Arconian. Ar- like this is what we did, and they were uh, Mar- uh, Steve Martin's like, listen, understood. We took it the wrong way. We were pushed the wrong way. We're just all bound like jumpy about this. Um, how can we figure this out? And they start talking about the ring. They start talking about all the evidence, all the jewelry she's found, and she and her cousin's like, you know what? Like I hooked up Kim with a black dealer's like a jewelry guy. That way he can mark, like match the prices and stuff. And like find the tracer code to see where the jewelry belongs to. Uh, he was supposed to have a meeting with him, and he, they never met. So then, they're all like, "Can you get me a meeting with the jewelry, the jewelry guy, so I can talk to him and see what happens?" And then we get to a scene where um, they all go back to the Arcanian. They're all sitting. I think. He said he's supposed to meet in there, but then her mom walks in because what's their from the front? Oh desk? yeah, the, the 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 lady at the front desk, little assistant for the tattoo parlor, called her calls Mabel's mom. So they go back to Mabel's. They go back to Mabel's, and now you know this is where a little things get heated a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oscar and Mabel have a little fine time. Um, they go back to Mabel's. And then discuss the podcast they're doing on Tim Kodos, and then that just kind of like sets the mom off. Basically, basically saying that her daughter is not mentally developed for this, that 
she was supposed to go over there just to decor her her aunt's house and that was it and that her daughter's everything after the murder and her friend and all that she's never been the same again and that her daughter doesn't need to be scooping down to this level that you two are very old men you should have known better than to just start a podcast and bring this young girl in with you out of nowhere um and then of course mabel hears this in the background and she's in the room talking to oscar and oscar's basically like telling her listen like we know who you are as a person this is not who you are they start fantasizing over like pictures from the past and like uh past experiences past memories and how like selena says like she's been waiting for him to come out and not like in the sense waiting for him because she's been doing other things but like he's she's been waiting for him specifically and he's like i feel you i'm the same way i've been waiting for you too and um as they're discussing the camera pans out because of course they're doing something you know adult situation they're making out um it cuts back to them in the kitchen with selena's mom and the other two podcast guys and they're basically just like leaving they decided to leave her out of it to an extent they're like uh screw it if this if this is what her mom's saying then i guess it's true like let's just go back home and i guess the podcast is over like it's over yep. Mabel says bye. And they're like it was a fun ride. But once once Oliver and Charles get back to the home, they get a text from Teddy. Yep. Amos, saying we need to talk. Yep. And then he they go to his apartment. He they're watching the Fallon show where the podcast ladies like having an interview with Jimmy Fallon. I forget her name. Cindy, right? It's Cindy. Yeah, Cindy. Cindy, don't know her last name. It's played by Tina Fey. Um She's like, I guess everyone's doing podcasts now. Like, Brazos has a podcast. And get this, their main suspect's thing. Like, you know, talking shit, basically. Little to her, that blew them up even more. And so they're thinking, what's his face's man is going to pull them thingy? And he's like, no, here's $50,000 more. I want you to keep producing. Mm-hmm. And then... They go back. Was it Charles' apartment? They go back to they go back to Charles' apartment, and that's and when his significant other walks in. No, Mabel comes in at the end. It's just them two. No, that's the same episode because that at the end of the episode, that's where she gets stabbed. After they talk to Teddy, they cut to that. They talk. They talk to Teddy. They get the money. They say, "Okay, Mabel comes in with the peace offerings." And then the significant other, they show you her walking home, and there's a note on her door, and it says, "I'm watching you." Hey, guess guess who's in the chat? Guess who's in the chat? Huh? No, Cassandra Source. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the uh, podcast, the live stream on Twitch. If you don't know, you won't know. I'm Apollo Black, and this is my channel. We're doing Consumed by TV. Tell you, I think it was episode 7. Episode 7 is where she gets stabbed. The ending of episode 7. This investigation. That was a silent episode, though. So that's, no, that's when they... In episode 7 is where, where they sleep together, and they figure out the passcode for the phone. And then episode eight is where they're trying to figure it all out. And that's when, at that end of that episode. So it's at the end of that episode. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm just making I'm just making sure because I, I I know specifically that that scene's coming up and that's what I want to talk about most because that throws everybody else off. So episode seven, the silent episode, episode eight, and they put everything together. Yes. Okay. I think it is. Okay. Yes. Okay. So. And then that person goes home because they're like you. 
Yeah, so uh, we miss you too. She says, I miss you guys. Um, so as we were dis- discussing this, the $50,000 check, they go back home and Mabel comes to them and they're like, um, like, uh, we got to finish this. We have to do this. We have to do this. We have to figure it out. If not, we're not going to, we're like, we're going to regret it for the rest of our lives. Um, I believe the very next episode they get, or she says we can figure it out by the person who gives me the phone. And they're like, who's that? And she's like, rolls her eyes. Cause it's sarcastic. Like the only people that had the phone to the murder were the cops. So that means a cop came back and delivered the phone to the front desk and gave it to Mabel. So they, she makes contact with the officer, which is the lady cop from the beginning episode who says it's a, it's a suicide. And Brazos is trying to be like the cool guy. He's like, I got this. Let me do all the talking. I'll do cop talk. And he's like, the tangles left the building 49 or 69. Like we're ready to go. And she's like, what the hell are you saying? Cop talk. That's not how we talk. And he's like, I assume you gave us a phone. She goes, shh, 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 Whoever gave you the phone must think that you have reliable knowledge to the case that's going on. Make it a solid, tight case. The who, the why, the why now, and the the how. Not the what, the how. And she's like, get these, make sure it's a solid fucking case. And when it's a solid fucking case, make the episode of the podcast. As they're coming back home... Of course, there is a there is a meeting in the building, but downstairs there's Theo's recovering a body. We freaking missed the important part. What part? Um, during the silent episode. Well, say it. Yeah, it's well, like uh, Mabel and all all were are like you know trying to investigate more so they go to the funeral home they go down to the i guess that would be the morgue part of it that's that's what i was getting at i was getting to that point because they get to the morgue and they start figuring out the thing and they see theo there and then they start texting brazos and they're like try theo try theo try theo try theo I just, I think he should have waited till they got there. Yes, and this is where it gets really fucking good. So, they text him, type Theo, or use Theo. He goes to the phone, he types in Theo, the phone works, and they get all any information that's left over on the phone. Like, everything that they've been trying to figure out from the cause. They find out that Teddy Demises has been threatening him. They find out that he that uh, Tim Konos had not only like the the evidence that he was a fraud in the Delhi area, like they grew up on corrupt government or corrupt ways to make the Delhi, that he had a black ring organization for grave robbing, that they had a black ring organization for getting rid of people, and that he murdered somebody in the past. They never go over that. They just say like on the news they were like uh, charged with grave robbing and a case of a murder, but not the murder of Tim Konos. So then we get everybody's in the room. They start discussing like we need to make this solid as hell. And of course, uh, Brazos is a significant other. Starts saying like, "What if you look at it this way? What if you look at it this way? What if it's this?" And they're like, "You know what? No, you're wrong. Like all your opinions, you're saying like everything you're saying is wrong, and you're throwing us off the case. You want us to go investigate somebody that we've already cleared cannot be the killer because they faint at the sight of blood. So just, 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 just leave it alone. Let it go." 
brings in the super fans. Yeah, so if you're, if you're paying attention to before, we talked about how they had super fans and how the super fans were sitting outside the building. When Oliver, when she leaves, Oliver leaves to go get sandwiches or bagels or dip. He gets, he leaves to get something. And he comes back and he's like, he's like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, nothing. He's like, come upstairs, come, come with me, come with me. And he brings him upstairs and he's like, all right, guys, for brand new fresh eyes to help us solve this murder. And she's like, why them? He goes, they've been listening to the podcast more than anybody. They know more than us than we know ourselves. Wouldn't you want us before we started helping us now? And she's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, of course, he does a whole Broadway reenactment of how the murder should have went down. And they frame it and they picture the way it is to the demises. And he's like case closed this is a solid 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 what how who when and why how like he was trying to make fun of the situation he's like this is the murderer this is who did it this is how they did it we need to record this podcast now but like i was saying prior to the jumping into this if you paid attention to what happened in the funeral home theo catches mabel and oscar and uh oliver and then takes them to like a dump train boating graveyard to meet up with Teddy. So they get into, not only did they get into a car to come to where they're going to get dropped off, like to, off the face of the earth. No, they get back in the car with Teddy. They drive him back to the Arconian and says, you need to make this disappear. When I wake up in the morning around seven o'clock, I want to hear that you solved the murder. My name's not anywhere near this case. And that this is your last episode and that it's going to end here. And you're not going to come back ever again or else. And he's like, or else. He's like, or else. So now we get, we caught up. We're in the building. We have the four super fans. We have the girlfriend about to leave. We have Mabel, Oliver, and Brazos, and Oscar, and I think Oliver's son in the building, all getting ready to figure this out. I think he was. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. It was just Oscar. His son was listening from home on the podcast because they cut to the scene next, and he's just like sitting on the couch like this. He's like, yeah. Yeah, everybody's listening. So, seven o'clock in the morning comes, and he, they, he, uh, Teddy gets a ping on his phone for the podcast. And he's like, "Ooh, sounds interesting." He listens to the podcast, and they're like, "Murderer." The yeah, the title. Um, the, I think it's like something like the demons take a dip. Yeah, the demons take a dip. That's exactly what it is. And he's like, so everybody's listening to it, and they're explaining exactly how. Uh. Chloe stole the ring. Theo pushed her off the building to get the ring back. Teddy came to Kim, got him to lie about everything, say Oscar to jail, and then killed Tim because Kim or Tim's Kim Konos or Tim Konos? Tim Konos. Um, he started investigating everything under the Demises. He got caught and then he was killed. He and that's where it leaves you off. Then we find out he wasn't murdered, not murdered by a bullet. He was dead before the bullet even killed him. He was murdered by poison, the same poison that was used on Oliver's dog. And so now it leaves you wide open and the cop is talking to Brazos and she's like, I fucking can't believe this. They're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be let go. They're going to be afraid of all charges. Like I'm looking at a timestamp of them fucking outside the building when the fire drill was off before the murder even happened. And they're like, oh, fuck. That was good. That leads into 
and it, it leads into more but they still they don't side note the demons are still in jail because of, of yeah, course we yeah. said everything so they don't get out they're past, they're past caught up to them so now everybody's sitting here like how do we figure this out at the end of this episode we get introduced to i always forget her name but she's from glee she's the coach from glee jane lynch she comes in and she's brazos impersonator or um stunt double and she starts giving her two cents about the case and says this isn't murder this isn't anger this is passion love she's better at all of it than you <laughs> It's something. Some weird ass name. Who? Jane Lynch's character. <coughs> like, I, I used to call her Brazos too. <laughs> She's literally Brazos. Oh, Spaz Pataki. Excuse me, everybody. She comes in, she kind of like propels what it actually is about, which then makes, what's his face? Well, anyways, there's a whole backstory between Charles and Spaz. Yeah, but that backstory is really not needed. It, he's, she stole his girlfriend in the past. Yeah. But anywho, she like propels them to the thingy, but... A character keeps suggesting otherwise, and then they're like, you know, you gotta go. Because you're, like, messing it up for us. Again. And then, what else happened? Oh, no, no. That person's like, when I interjected, you guys were telling me to go home. And then, you know. Yeah, Brazos' girlfriend says, when I, when I started giving you my opinion on the case, you guys said it was wrong. The moment she starts giving you information, it's all, like, it all makes sense to you. And that's because now we're getting the second side of the story. We're actually figuring out what happened. Those last episodes, like, it oh, the way they freak it. Oh, so good. I don't even know how to describe it other than they really planned this out meticulously. Oh, yeah. They planned it out so well. Episode 9. Oh, it's also like, this episode's kind of like Brazzle's uh, Charles character feeling like insecure when it comes to relationships. Cause yep. Past. And it's like, his girlfriend has a solo coming up because she's in this, whatever, symphony, blah, blah, blah. She's in the first symphony orchestra and she's, she, she said she was first chair bassoonist. We find out that she's not the first chair bassoonist. She's actually the second chair. Okay. Dun dun dun. Okay, so then we talk about how everybody's starting to confront the murder. Uh, everybody's starting to figure out what the murder is about. They find out that the murder is about love. Uh, it was an affair, uh, not an affair affair. Like it was an affair between them secretly, and then the guy broke it off with the woman. She poisoned him, and she got away with it. Literally got away with it. Nobody suspected anything. Yeah. So, he like, he like one more like nightcap for old times' sakes, and then made him take out her trash. 
that she put the cups in and the cups were filled with poison. He threw it away or he was carrying the trash in the elevator when they saw him in the first episode. First attempts at writing his notes. Yes, it was his first attempts of, of the suicide notes. Um, they don't show you who the girl is at that point. They just start showing you like there's a female voice, there's a female talking, there's a female pouring the glass. Um, so then everybody's like, "What if this is really a, like a love affair? Like a lo- like a love? Somebody left somebody, and this is why they did it." So they start getting more into it. They start figuring out that uh, the same poison that was used on him was the same poison you used on the dog. Um that Kim had some items belonging to this lady in his house inside of a sex box. Um, and then they start putting all the pieces together. Everything starts literally lining up left and right. Maggie, um, Maggie, ooh. Mabel and Oliver are literally putting the pieces together. They start getting this and this. They go back to Tim's house. They see these special equipment items and they're like no fucking way so then they try to get in touch with brazos and they can't reach him and now brazos is in the house with his girlfriend well they, they get to him before that because he comes out of the elevator no no but this is before they get to him because the, the murder they're texting him and then the stuff happens in the house and then they find him on the elevator because the um the old man uh, the the doorman, which is I say who would have been the first suspect, but isn't. I was like, he's like, I sent him back upstairs. Oh yes, 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 yes. That's right after. Sorry, that's right after she gets stabbed, and they're trying to figure out who stabbed her. And they're like, yeah, this is this is the person. Um, like you need to listen to us. So yes, I did skip a part. They did see him prior to that, but he didn't believe it. So then he goes to his girlfriend. They start talking. They're in his house. Um, and then, of course, they find him on the elevator. And they start trying to figure everything out. And all I can say is, the only murderer in the building is... Watch Hulu, watch Hulu to find out. <laughs> we gave you all the spoilers already. We gave you so many hints, so many teases. If you can figure out who the murderer is, comment down below. Leave us likes and leave us comments and send in your, send in your uh, voice your voice comments let us know you can find us on instagram twitter twitch leave your comments to let us know who you think the killer is but we're not gonna let you we're not gonna let it go there we are stopping right there we're gonna let you figure it out for yourselves we gave you the entire breakdown the entire easter egg hidden gems you might have missed the killer is go watch hulu to find out go watch only murderers in the building on hulu out right now to find out who it is go watch it i recommend it go watch it Oh yeah, and we can say that. We can say that because we haven't devolved the killer. But at the end of the episode, because we've been talking about it already, yeah. Mabel gets set up. Yeah. Jose can Jose, Jose's gonna break that down for you. Go ahead. Tell them that the entire scene. That entire scene. Flash forward, they figure it out. It happens. That person gets arrested. They're celebrating on the roof. Mabel's character is talking to Charles and Oliver. It's like it feels like there's wait, um there's too many loose ends. And like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't know. It's just, and then like, oh, we ran out of champagne. She's like, I'll go grab some from my apartment. After you driving some from her apartment, Charles and Oliver get a text, leave the building now. Cassandra's like adding it to my list now. Yep. Leaving um, my building now. Leave the building now. So then they're running down the stairs. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then Oliver's like, somebody help me. His dramatic ass. And then he's like, 
uh, Charles like, we have to get Mabel. He's like, you would leave her. He's like, I wouldn't leave her. I would leave her. I would leave her. They go into her apartment and they go, oh my God. She's like, this isn't what it looks like. There's a dead body. And you think it's Oscar because it's a tie-dye hoodie. But it's not. It's a dead body, but it's confusing her sewing needle pins. Yep. So they're framing Mabel. Someone's trying to frame Mabel because they told the other two to leave. And then as soon as they're like there, the cops come in. They raise their hands. They all get arrested. The detective that was like helping them from the side says, don't say a fucking word. Mm -hmm. They all get into the same, the same cop car is what I wanted to point out for that. They all get into the exact same car. Not separated. All in the same cop car. All the same cop car with the detective. She's not driving, but someone else, she goes into the front passenger side of the car. And then, who else is there but at the end of the episode? The lady who owns the richest podcast, uh, Tina Fey, sitting there with her assistant and goes, on season two of only murderers in the building. Why are you there? First of all, why are you there? How did you know something was going on? Are you the murderer for season two? Or is your assistant the murderer? Because right there, that's 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 a big giveaway. I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're not standing outside somebody's apartment waiting for somebody to get arrested. There's no way in hell they would. she had any information about the last podcast to this episode. There's no reason she should have been there. No reason. She was trying to go interview them, but let's, no. We'll find out no. in season two. Find out in season two. And I think it's her assistant. But don't worry. When season two comes out, I'll, I'll watch it. And when I get it right by episode three, then I get it right by episode three. original only murders in the building hope you enjoyed the episode hope you watched the show thank you for tuning in on the podcast and on twitch if you're here on twitch leave us a review leave us your likes comments and your thoughts on what you want us to hear next or do next follow us on instagram at consumed by tv apollo black nation and yeah that's all i got folks take it easy have a great day and enjoy stay safe Bye.